to another episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. This week we had the pleasure of having Stephen Torres on the podcast. He is a SAC proud resident. Mm-hmm. No longer resident, we don't live there. <laughs> um, so he's from San Antonio, went to SAC, transferred to Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spoke about uh, you know how we got into architecture and that transition, uh, projects that he did at Tech, and we went more into the different types of offices that he worked in. Uh, we talked about three specifically, one that's smaller, two-person office, another uh, small four-person office, and then where he's currently working, uh, which is a, a decent size. Yeah. Uh, multimedia? Yeah, multi- multimedia. Um, multimedia. Multi-family. Multi-family office. Uh, what else we talking about? Residential, and we talked about his experience as of... Mm, coming into you know moving into Dallas mm, the transition of the school um what he thinks about architecture what he's like what what's architecture to him mm-hmm. um yeah, that's it. yeah. so stay and watch and watch <laughs> <laughs> not even watch delay a little bit You can still, I can still hear it. But the white noise, it was it's worse. Not, it, it, it was worse, and it's actually not really there. Yeah. Like, when we actually listen to it, we don't hear the white noise. Really? Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's super confusing. I don't know. I, I like the way this sounds. I, 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 when I record myself doing anything else, this is how it, this, it needs to sound like this. Because yeah. otherwise, it sounds like trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um... I mean, we, we rent this guy, so if you want to... You know, yeah, we, we rent it out. We do it hourly. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. Sorry. So maybe okay. a, a quick recap of yeah. how you got into architecture. Yeah. So you, so you both kind of know. Oh, the, uh, do you want to start? Do you want to start from the very beginning? Yeah. Like we can do the very beginning. Okay. <laughs> I just like the way it sounds like this. Versus is like way over here. It sounds like real far away. No, yes. Yeah, set up, set up everything the way. Sometimes I like I move away. Yeah. And you'll you'll notice like in the quality. Real fast. Yeah. Because I can hear it. Like, it's not that bad right here. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when, when you listen back, like on Spotify, like you'll notice it's a little further. Okay. But yeah, just try to speak normally. We'll we'll get it. Okay. Start from the beginning. Like from? from I'm from San Antonio, and I actually went um, when I went to high school. I was went to Health Careers High School, which is like a magnet school, but for health careers. Oh, that's cool. So. Where's that? It's in the medical center downtown, uh, off Met, off literally Medical Medic Street. Center. Medical oh, Street. Is it Marba? Fredericksburg? Wurzbach. Wurzbach. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really tiny school, so if you, you don't you don't if you don't know where it is, you'll miss it. Okay. It'll just it's like a little building. Right. Okay. So, but like health. Health, nursing, nursing, and what I did in high school was diagnostics. That was kind of like the thing I focused in. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that went nowhere. Okay. When I I finally graduated and I thought this was this is not where I want to go. This is not where I want to oh, be. Wow. At least you found that out. Yeah, in high school. In high school. <laughs> What do you? No, it's true. People do. People wait, like spend a lot of money, and go to like a prestigious school, and they they waste like six, eight years. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I always okay, real quick. I was always like, I'm I'm gonna apply to like like an Ivy League school just to apply. The heck is it? If I get in, I'll go. If I don't, like whatever. Like just to apply to apply. But now I look back and I'm like, thank God I didn't. Yeah. And thank God I didn't go to like. If I stayed on the East Coast, like, a nice school, like, super expensive, nah, it's not worth it. And because I think we're all from community colleges, we see the value in that. But I think that that makes us, I think, a little biased. Yeah, it definitely makes us biased. Mm -hmm. But no, community college, definitely. Everyone everyone hated it, even, like, from, you know, from Jersey. And nobody wanted to go to the community college that everybody went to there. They all thought bad of it. And I didn't know if that was, like, a stigma, like, everywhere or if it was just like my town like the people I went to high school with but I realized it is pretty much everywhere nobody mm-hmm. wants to go to community college but yeah. through like my experience and obviously all of ours it was so beneficial but then you realize how good they are too good <laughs> you like, yeah taking it for granted yeah oh my gosh we did I wish I could like I wish it was longer than two years I think it's mostly you've ever seen that show community uh-uh. it's, it's about like a bunch of people that go around to community college and I feel like that gets that kind of idea of what community college is like there's a bunch of like random community things that happen and little small things it almost feels like not high school but not college but it's a bunch of adults that's true that's pretty cool so from how'd you get into soccer or like have you decided to go at some point i decided that this is not what i want to do i when i went and told my um i remember this because i went and told my uh college counselor Mm -hmm. she was like Nope, you're not going to make it. It's not going to be. But then again, she's she was biased. Everything that she sent kids to was for a medical. So did anything different. I think she was just kind of like, why would you want to do that? It was a shock. Wait, what do you mean? Like, why do you want to like, go to architecture? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, why would I want to switch? Why, why spend that extra time, waste extra money? You yeah. know, people went out of that school with already... And so, that's that's such a terrible uh, like for her. That's it's such a bad thing for her to say because like I had a little bit of experience in high school with architecture, like CAD, like one year. But so many people start architecture with like no foundation, like no knowledge at all. So like, who cares if you switch? Like it's so early, like it wouldn't it didn't even matter. Right. I mean, like of course you would have the upper hand if you went into like medical field, but if you switch into any other field, like doesn't even matter. Everybody else is starting the same place. Mm-hmm. Clueless. Yeah. So the high school was expensive? More expensive than a... No, I think school? that people will go in there and get certificates. They'll get certificates already out of high school. Oh, nice. So they'll get training in um, a CNA or a dental assistant so or a diagnostics. No, I didn't bother to go that far. <laughs> like, I, I got my uh, CPR <laughs> license. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually had the dummies and everything. We had to like do the chest compressions and. So what made you switch then? Like, or like, how did you even choose? Archie? I don't think it was. I think it's too far back to remember. To be honest. <laughs> I, mean, I all I know is I did it and I made that choice and I spent maybe two three years in 
community college at Northwest Vista going like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm going to commit. I'm going to do this architecture thing because uh-huh. I can't figure anything else out. Because mm-hmm. I was just doing basics and maybe a class in this or a yeah. class in that. So in North, North, sorry, Northwest Vista, you weren't doing architecture yet? It's no, just it, it's just yeah. the basics, yeah. yeah. Family is somebody in architecture engineer. No, nothing. So you just my my. My dad basically did IT, um, and my mom is a social worker. So they're very different professions. And nobody told you about architecture either. You didn't have friends that told you. No. It was just like it was just meant to be. That's how that's that's how like long and how seriously like you've been immersed into it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all a blur. Like you, like in a couple of years, like I still remember SAC like pretty pretty well, and tech's still so fresh for me. But I feel like in a couple of years, like it's all gonna be the same. Like yeah. it's all just gonna like blur. yeah, it's all gonna blur. Merge. See, all of SAC is starting to merge. That's it's good. starting to kind of like it's all one chunk of memory. Like mm-hmm. those like two years. Yeah. Those two years is just like one year now. <laughs> it, it feels like one year, but it, I think that made it more, feel more longer than a year is honestly that community. Yeah. I don't know. I had a really good studio and we all got to get, like along really well together. Mm-hmm. And we went out, we went, dr- we went out drinking. Yeah. <laughs> we went out like to the rest, like a random restaurant yeah. and we went out, hung out all the time. That's good. And I think that was. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know too much her year, but I knew your year, a few people because of Eddie L. And then um, you know when y'all were there for the finals, like I was in the in the computer lab, so kind of saw a few of you. But I feel like your year out of our three, like like I had my 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 small close circle. And like we were all cool, but of course you know I had my really. But I feel like your year, like that small circle was like everyone. Everyone was in that circle, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It was it was crazy. That's really, cool. that's really nice though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I and I kind of saw it from afar, and then towards the end, like when I went into Studio Three, like I saw more, and then it happened like to my year. That's super cool about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my year it was like small groups. Small group, yeah. Yeah. And then when I went to tech, it was like a very different environment. Oh. I think it was there was so much pressure to compete against each other in tech than it was from SAC. Really. I think. At least the culture-wise, there was a very, there was like a lot of culture of like, who's better than this person, who's better than this one, who's got the better grades. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it still is. I, I think that's a university thing mm-hmm. versus a community college thing. Because I think we even talked about this where, in SAC, you can kind of like go to the other studio, look at other people's work, like ask another professor for help, and like everyone's real friendly and like giving. Mm-hmm. But then at tech, it is more competitive. Like. Some professors don't like you going to another professor, or some professors don't like you coming into their studio and like mm-hmm. looking at what they're doing. Yeah, or asking. Yeah, yeah, or you know, you ask a student in a different studio a question like for help, and they're kind of like reluctant mm-hmm. to give you it because, like you said, it's the competitiveness is at a different level at the, at the university. Right. What What made you um, choose tech? It was honestly just the the benefits package that came along because it was just like, here's an extra five grand to go to school. And that was, it was that, or it was like $15,000 to go to uh, University of New Mexico. 
but University of New Mexico, yeah, it would just took yeah New Mexico just took forever just to do anything to respond. Oh, okay. So eventually, I was just like, I got to make a decision, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go to tech. So you may consider like Houston or Arlington or. I did consider UT Arlington, okay. uh, U of H. I didn't really consider. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a a good idea, but it was I didn't think it was gonna be something I wanted to do. No, 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 just the bachelors, just the whole bachelors. You said yeah, and I was like, whoa. Oh, no, I, I heard something different. <laughs> okay, so right now you just have your bachelors? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so I asked that because, well, why you chose tech, because, um, I, oh, okay, so at, at SAC, it, tech had a really good reputation, people from SAC uh, before me. Uh, which is like year to year, they have gone to tech. And um, so like Sterner and Bohu and other professors spoke well about it, which, I mean, in the past, it, it's definitely, I'll just say in the past, tech was definitely better than what tech is now. Tech is still good, right? It's still relatively good. But their experience and their knowledge of it and the relationship between the two colleges was a lot better. So like they spoke well about it and I could have went to U of H, but it was like a thousand or $2,000 more. Um, I went to, you know, tech with a friend, you know, so, you know, we stuck together and stuff like that. So it had a good rep and that's why I just chose it. And mm -hmm. a degree is a degree. Did Wade uh, come to speak at SAC. Oh yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. I think we're talking about Professor Wade, just so yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, knows. Wade, yeah. Yeah, the um, yeah, we we spoke about him on an uh, episode before, so he's like the recruiter for tech. Mm -hmm. He goes to the different schools and he does a presentation of, of the architecture program at tech, and it, it was convincing. It was convincing. I, I like the way uh, he like he, he, spoke. he spoke about it. Yeah, and about us. It, it does it does kind of suck how like. He has a he has a he's influential in the school and he has a has an impact, but not as much as I, I hoped. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he is a recruiter and he has his class, but like there are things above him. Mm -hmm. And I think if like the like overall general like kind of had his mindset and like his like I don't know, it's just the way about him. Like it, it could have been. Like, it's, it's just politics. Yeah. It's exactly. just the politics exactly. of the exactly. workplace. So he's he's like such a good dude. Like just mm -hmm. so loving. It's, it's, he's literally in a family of architects, and he puts so much, um, I don't know, like, not, he, he just puts in so much effort and knowledge into the younger generations. He just wants it to be, you know, successful and, like, keep architecture as a career just evolving. Mm -hmm. I just think that was awesome. So, but yeah, that's why I, I, I went there. So, yeah. What about you? I'm the same thing, um, because I heard Wade, and, yeah, I mean, but position but also um I also looked into Cal Poly and then Oh um Cal yeah. Cal um, Poly Pomona? The podcast he went there. Mm. Um second studio. Yeah and, and I was there. He yeah. went he went there. Yeah. I mean I have a friend right now. He's in there. He's in there. Oh. Uh huh. But the thing is he got pushed back those two years from SAC. So he had to start over. So, um, in tech... So you didn't go there because you didn't want to... 
I, I was I was planning to do it alone because everyone in my studio decided to go to UTSA. Oh yeah, okay. right. I totally I just hung out one time. I like hung out after, if you know who Ben is, there's another yeah, student yeah. that I went to class with. Mm-hmm. He basically worked in the wood shop and then he had this huge project that was going to be installed in like um, one of those historical buildings uh-huh. near downtown. And it was this, almost a big bookshelf. It all had to be assembled piece by piece, like big cuts of wood that mm-hmm. were, um, what's the word for it? Laser? They're not laser cut. Oh, CNC, CNC, oh, CNC machine. CNC. So they had to like install everything with these little CNC machines, and then everything was hammered in place. So it was cool. So what are you doing now? Right now, I am work. Uh, uh, so, so we haven't mentioned. I forgot to mention this earlier. We haven't mentioned who we work for. Okay, if, I'm, if, I probably won't either because okay, I was insane. If, no. if someone knows, that's fine. We like this is. We well, talk about our jobs and what yeah, we do, but not really. Well, I'm, I'm gonna mention it now because we will have an episode on mm-hmm. it. And you don't want anything to be misinterpreted or misconstrued. Yeah. But I mean, just we, we we don't mention who we work for, but we do talk about the experiences and, and, and stuff like that. So, but that that is something we'd like to get into with you because you have had a few different offices after graduating, right? So that's a lot of good experiences of you know why you left or what the type of work you did. You yeah, know, because I mean, right now I'm doing residential, right? Housing. And he's doing commercial. Commercial retail. And I, I'm doing multifamily. Oh, How, multifamily. Similar. Apartments. Right. Did you do? Mm-hmm. But, Same. but our offices were, are bigger than like your first one. Mm-hmm. And then now the one you're in is maybe the same size as ours. So like there's a lot of good, like 
distinction between the mm-hmm. office sizes and the environment and the type of work mm-hmm. that I think, you know, it's good for a lot of people to hear, especially people that haven't worked yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you want to say something. He's pretty much not even in here. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, that's cool though. You guys work, live around each other, mm-hmm. and your work does. You do the same type mm-hmm. of work. How many like, levels do you go up? Like how many floors? Mm-hmm. There's at least a good four floors. Oh, okay, yeah. Then around yeah, that area. Yeah. I can go from the first to so the. So what was your first job? Yeah. So I, the first, graduate. Yeah. So we back in. So right when I did, I um, they had a bunch of internship opportunities at school, okay. and so I applied to one of those, and eventually one of the guys was like, "Yeah, I'll hire you." Did you do the what's career fair? The career fair, yeah. Oh, okay. That's so those, I think those work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, but there's a lot of people who who say they don't, and I was like, "Well, what are they here for?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's more complicated. I think they're looking for a specific person. You think That's so? True. I think so. A lot of times they're actually looking for someone with a master's degree. Right. Or, yeah. or pursuing or like currently doing their master's. Right. Which sucks for people not doing their master's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but at least we got the job. But we got the job anyway. So your first job with uh, those who shall not be named, <laughs> not because good or bad experience, but um, the, you got it from the I got it from the career fair. So it was pretty good. I liked it. Where was that one? In Dallas? That was in Dallas, but over there in Frisco. Frisco. Yeah. So we were supposed to start working. The intention of working there was actually we're going to start working on a this huge um, multi-use project that went nowhere. And so maybe some person could probably figure it out from the context of Frisco a multi, yeah, it was like this huge. It's right now. If you look at it in Frisco, there's a huge hole in the ground. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fallen suit. <laughs> it's a huge hole in the ground for a huge tower oh that never go anywhere. And so, there's a there's a whole crazy story behind that. Like, what the city of Frisco is super pissed. Like, they're like, what? The project fell through. The the uh, developer went bankrupt, went belly up. So it was just like, well, it is what it is. Yeah, it was a two-man office, and we were all we were supposed to do was just to make sure things got done correctly. So we're yeah. Oh wow! So correct me if I'm wrong, but there's other offices. Yeah, there was another office because at the same time, I got hired. We we also found out that we were in a merger oh, okay. with, with another, another firm, gotcha. and so there was two offices. Only two. Only two in Dallas. In Dallas, and there's two offices in Dallas in the Dallas area. Right. But in your office, just you and... I mean, it's a huge... It was a huge firm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a huge, huge firm. It's just the office was just two people. Right. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. The, the firm is like... I could probably say it because I'm not working for them. But Gensler is a huge firm around, around the country. Uh-huh. And they're huge. It's like that huge. Oh, Except... Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Gensler is like the most... Damn. Most well-known and probably even in, in 
and they're in here in Dallas too. But they're huge. Yeah, it's a huge firm. So what were you doing as your it was your first job? There's only two of you in the office. What were you actually doing? Because when I was working, have you interned or were working before this? No. Okay. So this is my first first job out of school. First job. Never. Now I've had work experience doing other things, but like working retail and. So when it was just me and him, uh, we did a lot of projects that were for landlord and developers. So their first project, or it was like a one project was basically just a company who was like, we're going to start a headquarters and we're going to build it. And we're like, okay, we're going to do that. So we that was a cool project to work on. That took like a whole, basically a whole year. And what did you do every day, like your tasks or? I mean, it was everything from like sketching, like the first layout to CDs, wow. construction documents and doing details. And that was, by the time I left, that thing was basically uh, breaking ground. It actually bro- was breaking ground right when I left. The project you worked on. Right. How many different projects did you work on? It was a probably a good hand, a good, like, three big projects and a bunch of little handful, the small ones. How many at one time? Probably one, two at a time. Oh, okay. It was not that, I didn't think it was that intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, but the, the type of work, like, you literally did every phase. Right. For that one project, yes. Oh, and the other one, the other one, one of them, I came in about halfway through it. There was another girl who worked there, and then she, right when I got there, she quit because she wanted to go back home and she was going to get paid better over there. So she she took the opportunity and left. But I mean, it's pretty good because you know you're it's only you, so you actually get that full experience. Oh yeah, so I had a lot of responsibilities where I had to like. Call um, engineers. I had a you know, hey, text me th- or email me this. You know, get a bunch of random stuff. And at that moment, what, what was your name? Like intern? intern? In- I was still intern, <laughs> but I was doing a lot. I think I was doing a lot. Yeah. I think I was doing a lot. But then again, I, my lack of experience, I think, right. deserved that kind of mm-hmm. title. Yeah. So I didn't really think anything of it. For, for a long time. But then there's other offices that will say like architectural designer one, designer two, or you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, we're, it's we're just a, interns, we're full time. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, that's just the way the industry is. Mm-hmm. Maybe just architectural. Mm-hmm. You just architectural what? Architectural. Oh, designer. Develop it and put it in uh, Revit and just start going from there. Oh, straight into Revit? Which from sketching to Revit. Wow, nice. Renders or no? Yeah, we did some renders. What did you use for that? Um, I forgot what the name was. Lumion. Lumion. I mean, they loved the Lumion renders. The clients did. They're like, we could move around and, you know, they like, they like, like, basically it's like a little driving little car around the place or walk around it. Sometimes it was both. Most most of the time we went to their office. Oh, okay. 
and then we would talk with them and say hey like this is going on and keep them updated and you know I think I went like once, twice, maybe. Okay. A lot of it was just like, oh, I went on my own just to go see it. Oh, okay, but not like, yeah. No, because it office. it was like it was like an empty plot of land. I was like, you go out there, like, okay, that's that's it. And you're oh, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's just grass. Yeah. This, the second place was instead of the other instead of dealing with like the the like the landlord and the developer you're doing basically the interior finish outs so you're doing all the people that are going inside it so in commercial commercial projects are usually what two things so it's like you have the 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 shell and then the interior because they're two different clients right um you got the landlord the, and the developer, and you usually got the person who's in the inside. And they're usually they're designed to be like carved out and filled back in, carved out and filled back right, in. Right. Whoever wants it. Okay, yeah. So if it's a restaurant, one you know, one year it could be a pharmacy the other year, it could be a bookstore the other year. That's good. Yeah. So designing that is like the shell is very different than designing the interior. So you're doing shell the first place, mm-hmm. and now interior, interior the second place, second place. Yeah. Smaller office, bigger. It was a. It's a small. It was a smaller overall office. Like the company was smaller, okay. obviously, because it's not like the Gensler size. It was like it was a good like. There was four people in the office. It was still small, and then but the overall company was like. It it bit. I think it bit me in the butt at some point. At the second job, I think it finally bit me in the butt. Why? It was just a lot of responsibility. Because mm-hmm. at this at that time, when I moved to the second company, the boss decided to leave. Mm-hmm. So I was tasked with maintaining these projects and talking with the clients. Which, from going from yeah, intern to basic project manager, I was overwhelmed. Well, yeah. So were you, besides that, were you doing the same work from the first place? You know, sketching, bringing that into Revit? No, it was very different. Because with you're still using Revit, Revit and CAD, but they're a very different process. Mm -hmm. Because some of these companies, they'll have a design team Mm -hmm. at the company. They'll have yeah, like you, you have a corporation may have a design team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some companies like oh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I'm just gonna make up like a like a bookstore. Right, the bookstore itself will have its own designers, design teams, to do the the details and make sure that it goes to the city because they don't want to deal with it. They just want to get the design, and they want someone else to handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get why it's confusing. So the third one is multifamily. And I think that's a very different process from commercial. Because that's... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you're dealing with very different... They're developers, but they're also... Sometimes they're also the um, the landlords. And, so, you know, so they're also thinking about, how am I going to rent this? Or how much expensive is it going to be? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're dealing with, like... You've seen those TV shows where, like, 
well, I can, you know, if my house value is this, how much can I charge for rent here? Or how, you know, how much is it worth here? You, you see a lot of that. Were they all new built or are they all? They're all new built. You don't do any renovations? No. And they're all like this type of building. Oh yeah. They have like a standardization of their process. It is insane. But they've patented like a building style, which where they could try to squeeze in as much space as they physically possibly can. So, um, how, I, many, how many times is that altered? Like, in, like they're gonna use like the same design for the next project, and then like manipulate. It's like I think it's more of like a kit of parts. So it's like you're building it like like from the units. Mm-hmm. They're designing the building around the different units, and then ha- and based then on the based on the units. Oh, okay. So they're like little building blocks. Right. To get a different form for this new product. Right. Oh, okay. I mean, at least it's not the same. It's not like a copy paste. Yeah, well, you do have those garden style homes that end up being copy paste, but I think that's the kind of the yeah. the the style of that kind of building. Yeah. And the garden style is, you know, those little buildings are basically just one building. And there's a huge parking around it, and they're pretty standard, in like '80s architecture. Yeah, '80s style construction. Yeah. yeah. They're really popular in San Antonio. Yeah. In Dallas, I don't really see a lot. In Fort Worth. But da- Dallas is a too big of a city. That's why. We're, we're getting these nice condos in the bigger city. Because everything here is starting to dent, like, really starting to yeah, dense. Yeah. 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 Because there's a lot of projects we have mm-hmm. in here. And I've seen, I mean, right here next to the hallway, they're building those apartments. East, whatever they call and they're huge. They're like the next city. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you you're doing those. <laughs> we have a lot of projects, but we do a lot of Dallas projects, and I see them. And I know when I see them because they're really obvious. Mm. That they're yours? That they're our style of building. Oh, so they're really obvious. Yeah. So right now your new firm, what, what position are you in? Just intern architect still. And you're doing... Right now, I'm basically doing a lot less. I'm just doing construction documents. Okay. In that firm, everything's really divided. Mm-hmm. So everyone, every team has their own thing. So my team I'm working with is just doing CDs. CDs and then the DDs, right? That's all we're doing. That's yeah. all we do. We get the project from a design team, yeah. they move it, and they move it to us, and then we send it to... But all those teams fall under the architecture team. Yeah. There's an architectural... So the office is like... Multi, there's... The company is huge. It's in. How many partners are in I have no idea how many partners. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too many. There's, the, there's, it's, it's tied with like an interior design firm. I have no idea what they do. Oh, wow. No, yeah. So there's an architecture team. There's an engineering team. There's but the architecture team is divided in like three parts. Right, right, right. The architecture, you have the design team, the architecture team, and the so construction. Do- well, you have. No, because it's you have like a director for each one, mm-hmm. but then again, there's multiple directors in each of those s- groups. Yeah. So there's like I think three directors just in the CDs. You gotta climb a lot up the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I have to climb two persons only. Well, that's three. What you, that's what you think. <laughs> three. No, that's what I know. Oh, watch out. <laughs> that's cool. Okay. So and. I mean, COVID's kind of made this kind of crazy because yeah. it's just right now I'm just working at home. Home. So you're working from home. Yeah. Because like I haven't, I haven't worked from home. I 
I know you and I have talked about this, but it's like you're sleepy every single day. Every day. <laughs> you're like, oh my god. Oh, yeah, the same thing. I had a Yeti that was like, I, like three I know <laughs> they had a, they had a huge Keurig and you would just, they had an unlimited amount of K-cups. You're just like, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> No, I what I had to do is I was like I want to bring my own K cups and then until they ordered more. <laughs> oh, it's it's all it's bad. It's bad. It's not actual milk. It's soy. You get those like pints, those little like pints of milk, and yeah, and then put that in there. Oh my so my office just made a new building, uh-huh. and we moved to a new building in November, I think. Mm-hmm. And they bought this new machine for coffee, and it makes lattes. It has hot chocolate. It's like yeah, I have an espresso machine at home, so I'm very happy with my espresso yeah, machine. What you actually do correlates. So the I think what you're actually doing, like doing drawings and doing this, is is what you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Now I think your idea of how it's doing, how it's being done, is very different. Mm-hmm. When I, that, that's a really good way of putting it, because typically I would be like, nah, it doesn't doesn't correlate. But the way you're putting it, like the concept and idea of it correlates. Right. But you're doing drawings. You're doing yeah. you're doing little like plans and sections and elevations. You're doing all that, and all that's important. You know, that's you're going to be doing that. Right. And you're also going to be doing research, but it's not going to be the same research. Right. It's going to be because you're if you're going to start out, you're going to be doing nothing but going to the city and researching codes and seeing what their local codes are for whatever whatever they have, want. Because some places are different. Yeah. I mean, every city, every state's different. Right. Right. And when you have to do. A place in Texas versus a place in Virginia or a place in Colorado, it's wildly different. Mm-hmm. And, even, and even then, each city is different. So, I mean, it's very, you're going to be doing a lot of research. But it's not going to be the same research. And I know at SAC, there was a lot of research on, you know, what was this history like? What was this site like? It's That's all important. But that's something we are probably not going to be doing. You're not doing the same type. You're doing drawings and plans and elevations. You're not the same drawings. And I think the way you go around it. And at Tech, I had a project. And I I, I just thought about this. um, And this this is a very educational thing. I had a project that was a theater, right? And it was out in the middle of the desert. Literally out in the desert. It was in White Sands. And I had a lot of trouble with it coming from SAC because SAC is very rooted in the city of San Antonio. There's nothing out there. There's nothing out there. And 
the idea of it changed. Like the idea has to change because it, ha- it can't be like the cultural context. It can't be about like the redlining or different things that go around in a city. It has to be something else. And so we had to talk about larger ideas like the military presence or the atomic bomb because all that happened in that area. But then that project ended up being something totally different. Well, because it's you have to it, the project ended up when I ended up finishing it was end up being talking about the atomic bomb, the scale of the size of the site because it's a huge vast piece of land that you can't see the end of, and um, basically impermanence of life. But that doesn't go into place when you're talking about um, an office building where they're trying to figure out how much money you're going to make in return. You know, yeah. where's the what's the ROI on you know. It's a different mindset. In education, you it's the same thing, but it's just not the same thing. You're going. It's this. It's the same. It's the same path, but a different process. Yeah, you're probably right about process. You're having, I think, to decode what's. Right. You know, it's just kind of like, let's guess, let's let's show something, and then you know we'll tweak it eventually. And then, I mean, I I haven't been on a project that I've transitioned into DV and CD, but I mean, I can't imagine all the studios education steps being in there, like at all. They do, I think, when you get higher up. When you go higher up and you're given more responsibilities, I think those things start to matter. Okay. Yeah. It's like all the behind the scenes that I'm not seeing. Right. Because when I, I was invited to go to an, a meeting with another city for a huge multi-family um, project, or mul- not multi-family, it was like multi-family, multi-use, mixed-use project. It was huge. Um, and we had to go to the city, the city, because I'm not going to name a city. Well, I guess I could, the city of Oklahoma. But there was a, a mall, like right across the street. And literally, the lawyers from the mall would come over and would, like trash the project because they didn't want to get it built. Because they saw it as competition. And obviously it's competition. But I think all that plays and all that history and the context, I think plays in, but not when you're worried about the little details, like literally the details of the project. A lot of this can be left behind, but someone else is probably dealing with it. Or a lot of people are dealing with it. There's a there's one memory that sticks with me, and it, it was just in professional things when it was doing the shell projects. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it stuck with me, but there's a business that's there, mm-hmm. and you have you know well ahead that that place might get torn down. The one you're designing. The one you're designing because it's going to be filled with something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're doing the advanced art. And I think that's hard emotionally to wrap your mind around. 
because you're not you don't want to tell them that oh, their okay. their business is not you don't want to tell the people because we had to measure out spaces. So we had to measure out a space for uh, for another project, but there was another company that was already there. Oh, and you don't want to tell the existing company that this design has got to go because someone else is someone else is filling in. I mean, they should already know that, no? <laughs> not not the bills. not not the employees. Oh, gotcha. The employers might know, but not the employees. Yeah, Yeah, they don't know. I I had a hard time dealing with it. It stuck. It still sticks with me. Through the through the through, design, through, through the, the design. But I mean, sometimes in my firm, they we I mean, sometimes it's too expensive, right? I'm trying to save money, and then one time, the the owner asked, like, "Hey, can you? We're trying to make this, you know, less expensive. Can you make the the windows, you know, yeah. smaller? Because it's." It's six foot window, right? So three by three, and then six and six. That's a huge square. But he's like, just leave them. I think it was thirty inches by six feet, right? And then they made me change the one part of the elevation so we could see, you know, how the windows were gonna look. And then when I was changing this, I was like, can you mind if that person being there with this? Small window. <laughs> like, you know, it's like you're taking a whole bunch of natural light besides that. It's like, yeah, you're saving all, money. All because then, of money. Oh, because of money. But you're not really thinking of that person that's going to live there. Like, yeah. What if it's not enough? You know? But the other one is you have to look at it like, well, from if, if it's a rental, right? It's like, who's going to want to rent it? Exactly. That's, that's true. true. You have, yeah. I mean, you have to make those arguments because you're... Then, because you're, I think you're going to hear that. In the future, you're going to hear it like... But aren't they doing that small window for a specific tenant? Yeah, for the... And then for the new tenant, they just switch it out. No. No? No. Oh, it's the shell. It's, it's, it's the shell. It's, it's the not going to... No, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. I, I see. They yeah. might renovate, like, the kitchen and give it new countertops right. and new cabinetry, but they're not going to go change out chunks of every window in the building. You did a schematic design for project. Like, you know what? I want to change the whole materials. No, no, not just the materials. Like, the whole thing. Basically, almost everything. I don't think any... Usually, every client we've had, they've been happy. And then, even the interior finish-outs, someone designed it previously. So, you're never going to see that. You're you're just going to get the, here's our design, our final design, now just finish it. And so, when you... Start from the beginning, they're really happy what we started. The the interior wise, they were like, oh yeah, let's just move this around. The walls were like this. It wasn't a big deal. The overall footprint of the project really didn't change. What about with the city? Have you fought like you know several times with the city or 
It's it's codes, but you can't do anything. And it, it's not in a lot of these places in professional. I don't think they're gonna. It's not your. It's not against you. It's community fighting against each other, right. literally fighting against but each other. You as the technician, designer, intern, you're the one. You're getting the blunt end of it. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're the one constantly. Team. I mean, that's good. Like either you guys are really good, or you, your clients are really nice that you haven't had to do that. Right. I've only done it once in the office, but it was just schematic design. It wasn't construction documents, and you know that's a lot more like. But you just have to like. Whenever we send the we send back the the you know actual how the two windows work going back to you know the animation and then whenever I switch the windows they, we send it to the to the owner and we're like look if we change the windows this is what's gonna happen you're reducing yeah you like yeah money but then you know not tonight blah 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 blah, 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 blah. they're like yeah no let's not change it so they didn't change it which was really good but you have to explain why you have to fight it why. That's that's an important thing, like you know, and I, I realized that with with at school where you have to give or show the client what they want, but you know to satisfy them, but also kind of let them know like this because you know we're the professionals, right? That this doesn't work, and for X, Y, and Z, and then mm-hmm. you kind of need to sway them into a different direction. Was there? Was there any, the only other thing was like there was a project that the they put the they changed out some of the rooms after the fact, and it was like what are you doing? But they like you can't. There's the nothing you could do. Seal. And then they're like, let's just change the restroom in this room around. They're like, what? Uh, how many? So like, is that like a revision? You have to do a revision for that, but it was already it's done. Like I don't know what to tell you. It was built. It was out there built, ready to go. Like, what? They're like, okay. Was it moving walls or just moving like? Like, I think you have to move a bathroom. You're gonna move a lot more stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna move plumbing and electrical. Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. So it's like, let's just move it or shrink the room. Move the bathroom somewhere else. Yeah. Like move the whole bathroom. You're like, okay. I never stayed in super late. What's the latest you stayed? On an average day. Not like we have a deadline and blah, 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 you know. Maybe 8 o'clock. 8? 8. Like average? No, like the latest I'd be at 8 8 p.m. In the morning, no, I'm like stickler on being there like when I'm supposed to be there in the morning. I'm not going to get there earlier. You don't leave at 8 every day. No. What time are you supposed to be at so, I mean, it, one place was 8.30, one place was 8, and this one's 8.30. Oh, so, wow. it just depends on, you know, your office. Mine's at 8. So, when we have 3, you can get there at 7, 7.30, 8, 8.30, 9, and 9.30 is the latest. 
Like, yeah, it was like, as long as you're doing your eight hours, but mine's like, everyone shows up here at 8.30, so show up here at 8.30. It's like, all right, what? <laughs> Yeah, because you're not working at a retail job where they're expecting you to be here at at 8 a.m. Yeah, on the dot so you could open the store. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's 5 p.m. Like, like, even if everyone stays, like, you can leave and no one says anything. Like, they don't care. Like, if you say, like, Because they don't know your reason. I mean, some people have reasons. Like, oh, I got to go to the doctor's office. It's like, yeah. no one's in the body. It's like, why are you leaving? But it's also like, <laughs> I just want to, like, if I have to go see a doctor or something, I'll just take off half a day. I'm like, I'll just be like, hey, I'm going to leave after lunch. She's like, okay. <laughs> and I just leave for lunch and I just leave and never come back for the day. It's like. I think that's most professional jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like the second youngest. Wow. Yeah, that's fair. They're, they're all There's like one dude who's younger. The, the next person, <laughs> is the next person a lot older? For me? Yeah. Yeah, he's like 45, I think. And, and the other one also. Uh, there's people around my age, but they're all around the same age. So how old are you? 28. 28. I'm 25. They're probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Yeah. Not with the closest people I work with, yeah, they're in their forties already, and thirties. But I mean, um, there's more people around that that's like your age, twenty, twenty. Well, there's a huge gap. I don't know if you want to talk about this. There's a huge age gap between like the millennial and then the the boomer generation. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right. Yeah, in the offices, in the offices. Yeah. and that's really prevalent. And it's really like, what? Why is there no one in the middle? But See, I, I was always told it was in 2008. Like every everyone who was an intern in around 2008 would just let go, and they never came back. Wow. And so now there's this huge hole yeah. <laughs> in age groups. People who left the recession, the Great Recession. They never filled it in because the bank stopped lending people lending money, and so projects just went nowhere. There's a there's a person in the thirties, but they're not from the United States, like in my little group, and everyone else is kind of like way off or way young. There's someone who's like 30s and 40s, but he's not from the United States. And it's just like, well, this is the only guy. And there's another person who's not from the United States. Do you have a few people who are not from the United States? And that kind of fills in that hole. That work in your office? Yeah. They're not natively born in the United States. Yeah. So I want to add something. 
since we all went blindly, right? Well, you kind of did, right? To an interactive picture. You went blind to interactive picture. Me too. I went, I went blind, not really, but kind of, but like I knew I wanted to do it. So go ahead. But like now that you're in it, what's architecture to you? What is architecture to you? Yeah. To you. To you, personally. Yeah. Like, why do you love it? Like, what is it about architecture that that keeps you? Yeah. Or like, in its grasp. What made you? I. It's. Yeah. It's almost. It is an art, but in the sense that, like any other art, it's full of just like different factors, and I, I love the idea of pulling all these factors. I'm, I'm a person who loves research, okay. and pulling all these factors into create a design. And to me, that's what I love. And that, to me, that's what architecture is. It's a representation, a physical representation or a building that represents different, are a sing, like a culture, an economy, a bunch of little things that create a project. So would you say that's what makes an architectural project or a building successful if it's related or you know, to the culture, it has a, a stance within the economy, Mm-hmm. benefiting the community like are successful buildings touching on all of those yes i think so yes yeah so and but it's not going to fit every category you're not going to check off every right, box right. and in school you're going to learn that too you're not going to make everyone happy right, right. it's it's impossible it's, but it's the effort to try to you know touch on all these different right issues like I mean, I thought the project that for the big multi-use project was was a great project. The mall, the company did not like it. Right. You're not going to please everybody. Right. Well, but I I think it was yeah. But it's a competition, and they're not going to be happy right. because they see something. They see their their project or their building that already exists as valuable or important. And you're never going to make everyone happy. But you learn that. As, I think as long as as long as you're satisfied with it, because no one really knows your true intention. Now I'm talking about like like the concept and the purpose for, mm-hmm. for doing the design that way. It's like no one really knows your true intention, and I mean we have to try and explain and convey it the best we can. But like if someone else doesn't understand like where you're coming from, I mean that's so. So when I went to Paris for like um, for say abroad, we had to measure out all these little uh, plazas, and I thought it was kind of silly, like we're already measuring all these places. Mm-hmm. And it's like eventually it came up to a decent project, and I was pretty happy with it. But it wasn't until I went working for the the first company that they told me like, well, the reason why they do all these multi mixed use projects is the two owners went out and measured, went around Europe, measured all these spaces, and measured all these plazas aggregated all that information and then use that information to make projects around the United States. And I think that's what helped them succeed. So I think having all that information, all that context, all even the cultural context, I think helps. And that, that relates directly to the process that we did at SAP. Mm-hmm. And it does, it does make a factor in real life. It's yeah. like, you're not, it's not going to go away. And like we were talking about from the beginning, it's like, you're going to, how is, profession from school different or are the same it's like there's lots of things that are the same there's lots of things that are different yeah you just kind of have to find I think it also depends on 
Right. Like, if, like right now you're doing CDs. Mm-hmm. And if you would have started doing that, there's not that much of a correlation. Like you're doing details. Right. Like we didn't do details in school. We might have done a few details, but like... Well, I think you do, you do them in construction class. And those construction classes, they really focus on doing details. Well, my construction class, we did a lot of wall details, a lot of wall sections. But, okay, did you just trace them, or did you actually understand the layers and components and, and how you, One of them, you're supposed to model them. You're supposed to take the drawing and take the pieces and model it based off just the drawing. But as a student, you're just... You're taking a guess. You're taking a... He's a hard teacher, but yeah. Did I tell you about uh, this other friend I have? He has a picture of Duran in his uh, his apartment. No. <laughs> he does. It's like three feet by two feet, and he just has it. it. It's just the weirdest thing, and I laugh at it every time I see it. He puts it like in between the kitchen and the living room, and I'm like, "Why do you have this?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> What, what, they have like a year left. They just want to graduate and get out of there. They just want to work. Like, what's a piece of advice you would give? It, and right now, it's it's it sounds scary. Like right now, things are scary, and I get that. And personally, I I was so when I I quit the second job for the first for the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was right when the lockdowns hit. Mm-hmm. So I was left out of work for about three months. And that got scary. And I get being unemployed is scary. Mm-hmm. And not knowing what you're going to do, it can be very like scary. You're like, I don't know what to do. Why am I doing this? I mean, they can't. But it's going to end out. It's going to end up being all right. And you just have to kind of recognize that. It's going to be okay. And, and we've I've been there. And so, I mean, if you're having trouble right now during COVID, there, there is going to be, there isn't, there will be something at the end. Yeah. You just have to keep working at it. Unfortunately, that's how it is. I think, I think a lot of students... But if you're in the studio, uh-huh. I think try to find a community. I, like, try to find friends. Try to find a community that you can build yourself around. Mm-hmm. Because, afterwards. Well, in it. Oh, in in yeah. it and afterwards. Like, I think you having that studio culture is going to be very good. It's going to keep... People need people. Yeah. Like, people need to be around other people. And I yeah. think that very obvious because people are tired of it like being in locked up in their homes oh, everybody was so excited and now they're all sick of it they're all sick of it that's, that's just human that's, that's life yeah but around around november people are like okay that's just like i'm, <laughs> that's, I'm done right. <laughs> <laughs> people were like tired of it yeah. and that's that, 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 that's a good point you bring up because a lot of students My girlfriend was trying to find a graphic design job, uh-huh. and it took it literally beat 
beat her up every 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 night would just constantly go like am i gonna find a job am i ever gonna find a job am i ever gonna find something and it was just a nightmare to her Right. Right. So, like, I mean, me, man, I'll apply anywhere. Montana, if I have to, like, I'll, where I, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm not tied to DFW. Yeah, I'm not tied to yeah, But if it's setting down roots, and that that's a whole, I think that's a personal decision, maybe even a personal finance decision. I think that you have to take that in, like, individuals by individual. I, I can't tell you what to do, and I don't think anyone should, but you have to look at what you what you want. What are you looking for? But if, but, but if you're looking for San Antonio, right? Then stay in San Antonio. But if, but if the fish ain't biting, you're not getting any... You have to keep looking. I mean... I, we have a friend, or I have a friend, that's trying to do animation. Uh-huh. And she's just having a hard time trying to find a job. Mm-hmm. Because she keeps trying to apply here and trying to apply there. And it's just like nothing. And I think part of that's COVID. Mm-hmm. And a part of that's just the nature of that business. Mm-hmm. But it's... you. Don't get tied down to something just because like, oh, maybe all of them are in California and then I'm going to go to California. Like you're going to have to, you're going to have to let it go. That's true. But you just have to have your, you know, mind, all your opportunities open. Right. You if, close that's it down. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. At least like, you got to be looking everywhere else. Right. You can't, if you're, if you don't, if you're set in stone, I'm going to live, you know, where I'm from or I'm going to, I want to be the hometown architect. Mm-hmm. I mean, go for it, man. I mean, like, that's a good goal. Right. I'm just saying, like, if... I, I don't know. It's just... I, I, I feel like it would be really tough for Or you need to find the steps to in order to do that. Or try to figure out the steps in order to do that. If you have to go to a big city to go get a job, to go back home to be the hometown architect, by all means, do it. I think those steps need to be planned out early. Right. Like, two, like a year or two before graduating. Like, I, I personally think like that's, yeah. that's good to be thinking about it. I don't. I don't think so. You can't, but how do you graduate and then like, oh man, I gotta find a job now. You need to. You don't find a job like that. No, not everybody. Some people do, but. <laughs> but like you know, you take the necessary steps. You go to the career fair a year or two before you graduate. You do all these interviews. Yeah, but maybe if you didn't do the career fair, you can you know go on LinkedIn or whatever. Right, but, but you're not doing that the night of graduation. No, you're, you're not. You're doing that a year. Before. Yeah, a year before. Or months before graduation, even. Yeah. You know, like, it it's not a last minute. You know where you're going. Yeah. You, but you need to vaguely know where you're going. I don't think you need to know, like, oh, I need to do, you know, this by this right. year, X by that year, Y by here, Z by here. <laughs> I don't, I think that's, it's hard. It's, you're, it th- you're setting yourself up for disappointment. That's true. <laughs> Sites back 
in two years, a lot of things can change. Yeah. So it's not you. You can't really say that it's gonna stay the same the whole two years. No. But I think if you're looking for a job, there's ways to go around. There's recruiters. There's um, yeah. the you can go on LinkedIn. Yeah, I yeah I got one of the recruiters of the company reached out. But I mean that's you got to be open to it. But you've got to be open to different the different avenues. You can't just like go online and go on LinkedIn and then just start applying to places. That's not going to end up. Sometimes it will. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes the school has different things. I know UTA has. I know because we're in Dallas. I say UTA because we're here. They have a thing called Handshake, and you can they have different job opportunities that are given to students. So I know there's things available, and ask your college. That's, that's, that's the best thing I think about the university, like that, that they set up those opportunities. Right. That it, it, if, if you insert yourself into that opportunity, like it's the odds, the percentage of, of having a job later on is, is way higher. Right. Yeah. But I wish it was for like all majors. Not just all these big two. Nah, they don't. The other majors have career fairs. No, well, my girlfriend did the graphic, the graphic design, and a lot of that was just for teachers, engineers, oh. business majors. And then she she ended up being disappointed, but it wasn't until she actually got talked to somebody and sat there through it and said, "Here's where you need to go," that it worked out. I don't know. I can keep talking about it forever. I can keep talking forever. We'll, we'll definitely have you on. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. We, we, there's, there's, there's plenty of things that we didn't even talk about that we want to, but yeah, we appreciate you coming we can on. We part two with Steven. <laughs> yeah, part two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times we either, um, a lot of the guests we have are in Dallas, so mm-hmm. I'll come here and we'll record here. And then if we're not doing a guest, Diana usually comes over to Fort Worth and yeah. we'll record there. Okay. But um, we should. I live downtown. So yeah. I wherever I got to go, I guess. I don't I know. I feel like I'm coming to Dallas a lot more often because of this. Mm-hmm. So we'd definitely be able to. And we'll get together. Yeah. Museum or something. Mm-hmm. Grab food. But yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.